Welcome back to Football Bloody Hell. I'm joined here by Gary. This is episode 10. How are you doing, Gary? Got a rant this week? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little one. Not as bad. I uh, I think before we even dive into it, we need to explain last week's episode, intro yeah, and outro. I think it was a bit strange for people who were listening, maybe, because we went, oh, that was really good, that intro, and it was just the same as normal if you listen to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Thinking, what the fuck are these guys on? Have they been taking things before doing the pod? Yeah. Uh, well, There's a thing called copyright. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, it, I mean, I thought I knew a lot about copyright, given the fact I've got no law degree or any interest in, <laughs> in copyright law, but... Um, I thought if you played uh, an artist song under 10 seconds that was just the instrumental, you were allowed to do that. But the email we received <laughs> tells you you are not allowed to do that. Let's so, yeah. You can do it on things like YouTube, I believe, but Spotify, none. No, no, none. no at all. So for our podcast, so, we, yeah, we had to. I think I re up. Down, re- downloaded it, uploaded it about eight times. Like, <laughs> trying to get it to yeah. work as well. Lesson learned, really. Like, I mean, not just getting the email saying, please stop using Taylor Swift songs for your intros and outros, but um, the amount of time it took you to <laughs> edit it again. So, lesson learned. Yeah. We'll exactly. just, uh, we'll, we'll just won't do it in, anymore. Or when we're rich and super famous, we can, we can use music and when we can afford to. Yeah, exactly. That's it, man. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I think so then. Then we can buy the fucking licence and then use it ourselves, can't we? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, mate, other than, other than the copyright fright, um, yeah, all good. Thanks. I think um, I'm excited to do this week because it's the eve of the EFL is upon us as we're recording this slightly later than uh, originally planned, so apologies, everyone. Um, but, yeah, so Championship kicks off tomorrow yeah. and we've been promising... Well, I say the Football League kicks off uh, tomorrow and we've been promising our predictions and I finally got my arse in gear and put some predictions down. So here we are. We find ourselves today being able to give you uh, some predictions on how we think the the scope of football will be come, what, May? End of May? Yeah, come what May, yeah. <laughs> come what May. Come well, what May. I think we in have to save in our predictions their predictions aren't they so it is sort of like i, I yeah and I'm, the, I'm always tempted to just just throw a load of names on the floor and whichever one i pick up gets goes top of the table to be, to be fair with to be fair with some of the leagues like back, yeah. i know like with a championship and league one at the minute like you could and it might it might happen but what we're, what we're also going to do uh for the predictions is as a reward for to to our listeners who stuck with us, like every uh, franchise does when it needs to drag things out, we're going to break this out into two parts. So episode ten is a two part of people. Yeah, I didn't call for it. It was like the Hobbit. <laughs> didn't need to. Yeah. They did it anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, nobody wants this, but we're giving it to you anyway. <laughs> director's so, choice. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The director's cut part one. 
<laughs> but the, um, so this episode in part one, we're going to give our predictions on the Premier League and the Championship. Matthew, yes, how about are. that? So for anyone who doesn't want to listen to part two because they're not interested in lower league football, then they can skip part two. But I think most of our viewers would be interested in part two. And maybe not many of our viewers would be interested in part one, but we'll see. Nah, I think it's because we're bulking the championship in, so like, yeah, yeah we didn't really think this through, like, as a part one, aren't we? <laughs> you can tell we're not professional, like, because we probably, I think somebody was like, no, no, don't split your demographic, you never do this. <laughs> yeah, wow. But, uh, yeah, so Premier it's League and Championship. It is, it is. That's That's the main reason for the two episodes. Plus, we talk a load of shit. When, we, when we've oh, got yeah, like yeah. one topic, but yeah. um, the caveat to this is that these predictions were actually made like a week and a half ago for me, and maybe a little bit. Oh, the, the bulk of yours were made maybe about a month. So there's some transfers that have happened that may have skewed this um, from now. But we're sticking to our guns. We're sticking to our guns, Matt. Like we'll do a we'll do a review around Christmas to see how close we are. Probably not close at all. We could do that episode now. We're not going to be right. Yeah, that's true. But we won't know what the table is to do a comparison. That's the only thing. (laughs) 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 And yeah, we'll stick with them and see see how we do at the end of the year. So let's work our way down the leagues. Not in order of favouritism by any means, because everybody knows what I think of the Premier League. But... uh, Premier League then. So predictions. So the way we'll do this is we'll go from the top league through the leagues and then we'll go obviously through Champions, uh, well, title winner, Champions League, Europa, or we'll bundle those other European positions just what from 5th to 7th, depending on how the cup score. Yeah. Then we'll talk about the relegations and then same throughout the championship and through League 1 and League 2. And... Uh, Matt will do another individual episode on the National League and below. <laughs> you could do that one yourself. Yeah, I've done predictions way down, haven't I? Uh, I got well, not bored, but I got. I, I didn't want to do it anymore after. Um, Lost interest no, after I got the league too. So yeah, <laughs> that's what. That's where you come idea. in. If I did, if I, if in the next part two, if we sort of touched on who we think will come up into the football league from the National League. You don't have to do a prediction on the table, but it's just who you think will get from it. You could probably do that. Mm, I could pick one. I'll pick a name. Chesterfield. There you go. Save you an episode. I was going to say the same, but yeah. (laughs) Well, there we go. That that sacks off the (laughs) There we go. Can't make the Premier League. So, go on then. I think we said the same team, didn't we? I can't remember. Well, yeah, well, let's go. Should we do like oh, a reveal for each other? Yeah, let's do a reveal. So I'll go first. Man City. The reason why Agreed. Is I don't think anyone is going to catch them. They're so jammy. I, I just think like they might have a. They're probably not going to get a higher point, a higher, a high points total like they usually do. I think it'll be a bit closer this year because they've lost quite a lot of players. But then mm. also, I do think they're still levels above, aren't they? Yeah, I think if you look at like how Arsenal, like obviously Arsenal were the closest to them last season, and then you look at the points difference and how they just marched and steamrolled through the back end of the league, like they have done for the past two, three seasons, 
they can afford to lose players like Mares and that. Like yeah. Gundawan, I think, is a big be a big miss, yeah, but then they've still got like bags and bags of talent. So, yeah, I can't. See, no, I don't think anybody could see past City. To be fair, no. even if they lost a couple of more players, the thing is that uh, their reserve team could probably finish in the top four. Uh, yeah, like me. <laughs> so, yeah, that's why they've got so much depth. Top four, then, and then top four. Well, what I'll do is I'll read out my top four, and then. We'll compare that to yours because there's only one difference in this. Um, and then we'll talk through the reasons why. So I've went uh, runner-up as Liverpool, which you have. Um, I picked Manchester United to come third. You picked Newcastle United to come third. And then we both have Arsenal in fourth. So for me, like if I go through my... what. Well, top four, obviously City, then Liverpool. I think Liverpool have strength and I think they've got a bit of money and they're probably likely to bring in uh, Lavia from Southampton because they've needed a bit of a refresh because they were getting a bit stale in the middle. Yeah. Like Thiago was getting a bit older. Henderson's obviously gone. Fabinho's obviously gone now. And I think um, they've recruited, I can't pronounce his name, but from Leipzig, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the centre mid, Lagia or something. Fly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there you I go. See, but he's a uh, he's a good player, and Alexis yeah, look at uh, yeah, Mac Allister, he's come in, and I think obviously that's a bit more pace and a bit more energy like that. Going back to the Gen Gen press that like, I think Man United now under Ten Hag, I think the the goalkeeper is more suited to Ten Hag's football. And I think he's got more of a print on his team now as well. So I see Man United pushing Arsenal. And I don't know why. I just, I, I don't know. I just think with Arsenal, that obviously Jesus has just been announced as injured and he's going to miss the first three to four weeks of the season. And I, I don't know. I just, I, I think they were quite lucky in the fact that some teams were just so bad at the start of the season and they maintained a bit of momentum, but they totally fell off towards the end of the season. And I think top four is a reality for them, but challenging for the title, I don't think so. But obviously with you having a uh, Newcastle in there, it's a lot different. So I just wondered why you've went with your top four or Newcastle over United. I just think it'll be really close. So I put Newcastle in there because I feel like they've... They might have a bit of momentum or something. They'll they were playing well anyway. They signed a couple of decent players. You never know with these clubs with a ton of money. And like like I said, I did this about a month ago, and they haven't really bought anyone. And then they bought a couple of players now, haven't they? But like Man United, mm. I don't think have really. They've got Mason Mount, Johnny Evans back, who's a decent defender, and then Anana, the goalkeeper, and got mm. rid of David De Gea. Mason Mount wasn't great last year. Mm. A lot of money for him. Johnny Evans is a solid centre back. Is one one thing they needed. But do you think they're still a bit like I don't know? The short, short. The short. I, I feel like like Arsenal. I think I could have put Arsenal third easily, like because they've mm. made the cracking signings, and you think like they could push in there. So I just think Newcastle in sort of a better place at the moment in terms of a solid sort of team, whereas Man United are a bit lacking a lot of depth. 
a lot of depth. Mm. And I, I, I think it'll be close because I got Man United as fifth, haven't I? So it's, it's not like I put yeah. like tenth or something like this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, I think well, perfect segue into I would say the European places. Yeah. So I've went for well, where we're saying for. European so, places because we'll, we'll do the next three because depending on how the cups fall and the winner yeah. of the cup that can be like so, a nominated place so I'll, down to I'll eight three yeah I've got like fifth six and seventh will probably get into Europe in in any order I got <laughs> I put them in a order but like I I'm sort of saying like they could be in any order so yeah so you've went with um, United Brighton and Spurs yeah and I've went with. Chelsea, Villa and Newcastle. So we are quite different in that. So for me, I think Chelsea under Pochettino are going to be better. Yeah. The, the, uh, They've looked better in pre-season FIFA. I'll give you that. Yeah. They, and as I, much as he... Uh, yeah. Carry on. I was going to say, just, no, I was just sorry, I was just going to say, Nkunku is obviously, before we made this, he was fit and now... He's he's injured. I don't know how long for. He seems to be okay. He got injured on the last preseason friendlies, but I just think Pochettino's come in. He's had like a mentality of we need to get rid of a lot of the extra squad that we've got. He wants a smaller, tighter community of a team, which was understandable. And the core of his team's really good. Like, and I just think them kind of players will suit him. Like, I think Mudrick's obviously had a, a season in the Premier League. Knows what it's about. You've got like Bashil, the centre half, who looks like a powerhouse, but obviously he's got more experience now as his first season. A lot of the players that they've got in the team now have had a season where it's just been like, whoa, what is this? And I think yeah. under Pochettino, he's the kind of manager who'll kind of like rally the troops and bring them on. So, although I don't think they'll be like pushing the top of the table, which they probably expect to, um, I, I can see them definitely qualifying for Europa League. Uh, Villa just have strengthened. They were class under Emery last season. Yeah, like they fought one of the form teams in the Premier League, and they've recruited really, really well. So I can see them. I put them in Europa League, but I just think they they might be one of the outsiders to really unsettle some teams this season. And then Newcastle, just because I think I'm biased, <laughs> so I, I'm biased, and I don't want them to qualify for anything really, but. Reality is, they are a good. They were really good last season. Obviously, they qualified for the Champions League, but I think it might be second season syndrome. They have signed Tonali. They've signed Harvey Barnes, who I think is arguably a better sign than Tonali. Um, I could be totally wrong with that, but I just think he's more proven. He's not an unknown yeah. quantity in this league. He can do it. So, I think they might be Conference League. Hopefully, <laughs> not anything else. <laughs> but why did you go with yours? Why did you see it the way with Brighton and stuff? So. I think Man United and Spurs probably speak for themselves. I think Spurs are one of those teams that could be absolute dog shit next year. Or they could be the opposite and okay and somehow sneak into a European place. Completely hmm. under the radar. So that's why I sort of got them in there. When I did this as well, I'll keep going back to that when I did this. But Chelsea <laughs> never signed anyone when I did this, but they sold a lot of players, so I had them a lot lower down. Hmm. I probably would, if I would change one, I'd probably put Villa up a lot higher because I just slept on them for some reason. And mm. <laughs> in terms of Brighton, well, I think like Brighton, like I think they're consistently good. 
and like they've got a team there. They have had some pretty good results in pre-season. Some like humblings, but they've had some pretty good results, and they've got again they've got that knack of finding like a class player just mm. from, like the ones they sell. Like they will yeah. find. I know they've. Um, I think it's today they sold Robert Sanchez to Brighton. Is that right? The, uh, the keeper. They'll they'll have a replacement for him already. They wouldn't have sold him if not. <laughs> like yeah. you know, like that's that's how ridiculous they are. We might not know what team they'll have out, but they've still got class players all over the pitch. I think. Yeah, you're not going to let your first choice goalkeeper go without having somebody in the background lined up. Exactly. Yeah, but I think it could be like that top. I'd say Man United are going to be closer to the Champions League places. Then you've got Brighton, Spurs. I've got like Brentford, Chelsea, Villa. Maybe West Ham pushing up a bit higher this year after their antics at the end of last year. And if they actually recoup any of that money that they got off deck. Mm. And then <laughs> I think they'll definitely have a better year this year, I would have thought. Just riding off the wave of winning a European trophy. They'll probably start the season quite well, I would have thought. And then they'll be all right. But like... Yeah. Um, yeah, would so you I say the teams would be pushing sort of those the outsides of the yeah the outsiders yeah periphery? Uh, would you say this? I mean, as I'm saying it, I'm maybe disagreeing with myself saying it. But would you say that you think this is the most competitive the Premier League's been? Because it's a bit of a one-horse race. Yes, uh-huh. I, I think like you could realistically one of those. You saw it last year with Chelsea finishing like what fourteenth, were they? Yeah. So that shows you how competitive the whole league is, really. Like, anyone can beat anyone apart from, like, at the moment, Man City are just running away with it all the time. It's turning mm. into a bit of a Bundesliga in that sense because the Bundesliga is sort of quite, apart from last year when Dortmund, like, fucked it up massively. Last game of the season. <laughs> like, Munich, Bayern Munich just win the league all the time. And then every other team is just battling for any place from second to bottom. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't think the Premier League's that extreme. To like, you're not going to expect like Spurs to be relegated or anything like that, are you? But I no. mean, it's, it is a lot more competitive. Like, I do think any of the teams in the league could beat anyone. And I think that yeah. is, it's not as competitive as the Championship, though. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and but ju- but just as you say this, we go on to the the teams that we think are going to get relegated, and I think these teams are teams that are probably going to get battered every week. I don't necessarily think they're going to get battered. I think they're probably well, maybe Luton, but <laughs> I, I think they're just not prepared. I think they're going to lose. They're going to get some heavy defeats, but I think it's more going to be. They're just not gonna. They're gonna draw a lot of games. They're gonna not pick up points where they need to pick up points against the teams around them. That sort of stuff. So, but interestingly, our bottom three is slightly different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's only one team difference. So we both agree that we think Luton are gonna finish bottom. Um, we think Wolverhampton's will finish third bottom. Um, but you've went for Bournemouth, and granted, in the caveat as well. But I've went with Sheffield United, and I think that's compounded by Ndai uh, going to Marseille as well. I think Luton, I don't know. I think Luton could, Luton's could. Luton got that little bit of an asterisk next to them because nobody knows. Like the Premier League haven't really experienced yeah. a team like Luton before. I know you've got the argument for Bournemouth, but like Bournemouth played a different style. And I think Luton might, like like what Blackpool did 
when they went up under Ian Holloway the first time, where they kind of just oh no sorry yeah Phil was it Phil Brown was it Phil Brown at Blackpool no it wasn't that was Hull it was Ian Holloway when they came yeah. up and they played like super attacking football they were so wide open but they were beating teams by scoring one more and then the second half of the season they just lost and lost and lost because they got found out but they stayed up and I think that might be something Luton could have the asterisk next to the name it'd be like there could be a surprise package but realistically I think they're gearing up for being trying to be competitive in their fight to be relegated. That's I think I, that's the best. I think, I think what we we summed it up when they got promoted. I think and it was more like they're going to really enjoy their time in the Premier League and then just hope that they finish fourth from bottom. If they mm-hmm. don't, then they're going to enjoy it and hope to come up again in a couple of seasons' time. You know what I mean? This is more of a like, yeah. learning curve for them. First time you said most teams on their first time in the Premier League probably struggle or get relegated. So I mean, mm-hmm. it's no shame on at least they're there. That's, like that's what that's what uh, I could say as a Sheffield Wednesday fan. <laughs> <laughs> at least they got one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least they did they it. Got... But I think, yeah, I, I, th- I think Luton. I think everybody will probably be hoping that they stay up outside of yeah. their own clubs. But like, I think they've recruited really well. Like they haven't overspent, but they've signed really good, high caliber championship players some where they could probably bounce the, back yeah some of the clubs that did this they probably looked at teams like do you remember when Norwich and West Brom were consistently banked or Burnley even mm. when Burnley first came up to the Premier League they didn't spend a load of money and they got relegated again and then mm. they they had a team that just walked the championship to get promoted back into the Premier League and they all the, a lot of those players had, had a year to know what the Premier League's like then they go mm. win the championship and then they finish like mid-table and then they're in the Premier League for like what eight years or something like this, you know, like that's yeah. really, isn't it? Like one season to get used to it, stay up is a bonus. Then if you don't, then just come You'd up, be in a good position after, yeah. So wolves and stuff as well. So wolves, we'll talk about as well. I think wolves are in disarray. Obviously, financially crippled, had a lot of outgoings. They reckon Kilman might still leave before the end of the window. Who's obviously a massive player for them, good player. I just, they could finish bottom. I, I just don't see anything. The manager's obviously already got one foot out the door. I think Wolves are just a club that are just about to implode. And like like you said, like I've got them third from bottom, but they could easily be bottom of the league. Mm-hmm. I feel like they could be one of those teams where just they're cut off by Christmas. Like they, They've just got no... Because right. you, you saw it coming towards the end of last season as well. Like towards the end of last season, they were just not playing very well and slowly drifting down the table. It's just they picked up enough points not to get relegated. Like, mm. but they were playing awful, awful football. And now they've lost a load of players and they've not really done anything. They're losing their identity a bit. That's one of the things. And then when clubs start to lose their identity, a bit like Southampton, like Southampton, yeah. year, like in the last couple of seasons, they've sort of lost all their identity. They've signed all these like mercenaries. And then they just drop like a bomb, and then they're out of the Premier League. Like that's what I feel like it's happening at Wolves, anyway. Yeah, it reeks of it. Like I'd agree with that. Everything you just said, really, on Wolves. To shame, like as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So the difference being between us is um, Bournemouth going down, in your opinion, and uh, Sheffield for me. I just think I don't know. Sheffield will look you to go up. They were really, really lucky. Their form wasn't great towards the end of the season. They haven't recruited. They've lost their best player. And 
really, I just think the form going into the end of last season, they were just so lucky that they were so far ahead that Berra didn't catch them. Mm. That's true. But I just don't see I I don't see them making an impact at all, and I don't really know what their plan is because uh, I don't yeah. they haven't really recruited. They've just signed somebody today. I think I, I, I've just seen something flash up on my phone. But again, like they haven't done anything. They, they look like a team who's there to get the money to pay off their debts. That's it. And I feel like to me anyway. To me though, I feel like there's I put Bournemouth there because of all the stuff that's gone on. Like they lost their manager at the end of the season. It was probably quite good for them. This their their new managers coming into this this year as well. They've got um, ex Raya Vallecano manager. Mm. He doesn't know the Premier League at all. They've signed a couple of players, but lost quite a lot. They've signed only they've only signed players from like Italy, France, and the Netherlands. Mm. And they weren't playing well at the end of last season. They yeah they pulled it out of the bag and stayed up, but. That was probably due to their manager who they sacked. So, like, you mm. think, like, I just think they're another team that could potentially implode. Like, they have, they're losing their identity as well. And I think if they have a bad start to the year, they will struggle to recover. And I think, like, yeah. the thing with Sheffield United, I think you're going to possibly have four bad teams, but three of them are going to go down. Well, <laughs> mm. that... I've got Bournemouth just outside the relegation zone. Like, so that's the only difference. You've got Sheffield there, and I've got. Um, Bournemouth there I think in the uh, in the question of the teams just before we move into the championship yeah. I think we we're very similar again where just outside of that we went exactly the same we <laughs> pretty much in the same order I think we both think Burnley's going to be safe I think the way they play football they've, they, got, they've got a good team uh, they, they know what they're trying to do and I think again they'll beat some teams especially at Turf more and then Everton and Forest, they're both recruiting. They've kept a lot of their players. They've got rid of some of the players that I did want. That's Everton I'm more referring to and keeping players for Forest, really, because although Brennan Johnson's linked with a move away still, and there's still time before the window closes, but they've still got Gibbs White. They've still kept the yeah. core of what Steve uh, Cook was looking for. So I think it'll be tight. I think, uh, yeah. So just to summarise, um, we both think Man City's going to win the league. Little differentiated between some of the champion, uh, sorry, the Champions League down into Europe and one team difference in relegation. So both agree Wolves and Luton and arguments against Borough, uh, sorry, Borough, Bournemouth and uh, Sheffield going down. So we're locking those in. Yeah, that, that didn't sound like a lock. We need a better sound. Is there any sound effects we can use for a lock? I'm putting you on the spot now. Clapping, drum roll. No, they're in a lock. Nah. Do your best lock sound. Him. <laughs> a lock impression. <laughs> like, yeah. Locks don't make any noise. Like. <laughs> there you go. That, that's the <laughs> got it. So, so just while we're finished on the Premier League, um, I thought we could add in um, these three things. So I, I wrote them down now and I can't find them. So top scorer. Is one. Who do you think is going to be the top scorer in the Prem? Ireland. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> Dark horse of the Premier League is in team. Team that is sort of going to what overachieve for where they are or overachieve in the overall table? I would just say a team 
over and overachieving for their expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably say like West Ham. So I've got them pushing really? Europa sort of places. So and they they were they wouldn't even got relegated last year. So like top half of the league. That's okay. f- pushing. It, mm, I, 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 I think I'd strongly disagree. Like... I think just because they've sold Declan Rice and sold they've sold Declan Rice their best mm. player and signed nobody. Yeah, that's true. Um, maybe I'll do that again then. Think about it. <laughs> I'll put you on the spot. Yeah. I think uh, I think the uh, biggest overachiever will be um, who have I got down? I brought anyone? it down with right there. Biggest overachiever, I would say probably Villa because I've got them to push Champions League. That's a good shout, to be fair. And then... Baron <laughs> Blue, didn't I? And underachiever. <laughs> underachiever? For me, yeah, who do you think is going to be the worst? To be honest, like, I, I know like they're... Because they've been in the Premier League a long time and you thought they would have pushed on after their first couple of seasons. <laughs> And I've got them getting relegated. So, like, the fact that they've... Yeah, I just think they've started to implode. So, like, it's not... A, you wouldn't normally expect Wolves to be down there. You would you'd say, like, mid-table pushing top ten mm-hmm. if they were well run. But, yeah, I think they're massively in deep shit. So. See, I'd go for... We talked about it a little bit, but I would say Spurs. Just because... I think a team like Spurs should be pushing European places, but I've got them to finish like 12. Yeah, so no, I just I don't see it happening. Places, so. <laughs> well, there we go. Well, well, there we go, mate. In. Yeah, indeed. Premier League done. So what we'll do now is we'll take a quick break, or a quick short break, as you like to say, and we'll dive into the championship. <laughs> yeah, much better league, that one. Welcome back. And now we move on to the championship predictions, Gary. So this is the league yes, we're all excited for. This is the one that we want to know. This is, this is it, really. <laughs> like, we may as well just give up after this one. Forget we even did the Premier League ones. This is the one that's important. Because both our teams are in it this year. After our miraculous playoff comebacks and trying to give Welcome. all our fans heart attacks. Welcome back <laughs> to the top league. tier. Yeah, <laughs> top tier of the football league. Yes, it is. It isn't. <laughs> but um, same I format. think... Um, yeah, yeah, good. Basically, from the teams that we think are going to get promoted to the teams that we're going to be, we think that'll be relegated. But obviously, we'll throw in how we think our own teams are going to do as well. So, do you want to go first? Because I think I went yeah. first. Got it. So, teams to be winner in portals. Yeah, I'm just going to get the picture up of yours so I can do a comparison. See if I can Arguably, it. I think mine's better, but then I'm bound to. Yeah, you had two weeks extra, mate. <laughs> um, people say I'm unprepared. I was just really deep in thought about it all. <laughs> so I had Leeds United winning the league. You had Leicester. Which, to be fair, argument for both. I, I, I think Leicester have... They've lost a couple of their key players, but they've still kept the core of their team, haven't they? I would say. Mm. Um, but then, so, so of Leeds really so you know like 
Yeah, I think, I don't know, I just think there's more disarray about Leeds than there is Leicester. I think Leicester have done their business early, got rid of players who didn't want to be there. Well, I say didn't want to be there, but like players who were going to leave and expected to leave, like Madison, Barnes, um, who else has uh, gone? Another names, but yeah. yeah, Evans cleared it out, but they've still got like the likes of Drewsby Hall, who I think will be a key player in the championship this season. Dakar, they've signed Connor Cody. I think he might be injured though, but then they've still got like their main part of the squad and recruited new manager, new style. I just think arguably out of any team in the championship now, if they don't win the league, it's a disappointment. And I think if they don't get promoted automatically, that's a disappointment for them to fall into the playoffs, which it can happen because of the calibre of the league. But I just think Leicester should be winning this league There's, with the team they've got. The manager's the only question mark because you don't know if he's like, coming from Pep Guardiola school. You'd think he's going to do well, but then I think that's the only question mark I have over Leicester, not about their squad. I think their squad is phenomenal for the championship. And if they don't win it, I think they should be really, really disappointed. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think it's a fair argument. It's quite funny. Our, our top our top three, I'd say then. So you've got Leicester in first, Middlesbrough in second, and Leeds in third. And I've got Leeds in first, Middlesbrough in second, and Leicester in third. <laughs> so it's just the other way around. What Leeds and Leicester around. Like you think Leeds will win it. No, I think Leeds will get it. Oh, win it! You think they'll get in the playoffs, and then vice versa. I think yeah, it's, I think it's been a long time since Leicester have been in this league. Yeah, you would expect them to walk it, but I don't think it's going to be as easy as they think. Yeah, I, I don't predict them doing what Burnley did. Where, but because I did, to be honest, I didn't really predict Burnley doing what they were doing. I think no. with that in mind, that's why I probably sided with Leicester. A bit of an unknown quantity in the manager, but that again, company being kind of under the school of Pep Guardiola and then just I just look at Leicester's squad and I think it's the best squad I do I think it's 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 full of quality but and like at this level Jamie Vardy's still got the chance to like potentially be top goal scorer I don't think he will but like there's always that and the, the argument between Leeds and Leicester I just think uh, sorry not Leeds and Leicester uh, Leeds and Borough for the automatic spot the reason I went with Borough is based off of how they performed towards the back end of the season. I know they didn't do well in the playoffs, obviously, but um, I just think Carrick was Carrick had them playing good. Carrick had them playing good football, but they have lost um, Archer and potentially might lose uh, Akpom as well. Obviously, yeah. top goal scorer last season. <laughs> just think having him in your team. You, you're up there, simple as that. Yep. That's the thing as well, isn't it? So he could potentially be... Could be some changes, but I mean, the season starts this weekend, so mm. the likelihood <laughs> is if if a lot of these players start this weekend, there's probably a very slim chance they'll leave. And if they do, it'll be in January sort of time now, I would have thought. Yeah, it's probably. I think anybody who's not gone by the end of next week is obviously you're looking at January potentially. Yeah. And I think I, I would. Uh, this is why I think like the window should be shut by now, yes. just because because <laughs> yeah, just because like the season started. Plus, it's like 
if a Premier League club, because what's going to happen is a Premier League club's going to come in for one of these championship players who they should have signed weeks and weeks ago and left it and left it and left it. And for whatever reason, this is now the opportunity for them to buy them. The, the club selling is obviously going to take that money because they need it. But then, like, if they don't recruit, they're, they're screwed because the player's not going to want to stay there. And it, it just, the thing on the flip side of that, though, as I'm making an argument saying, like, the window should be shut, this goes to show as well the amount of money that Southampton have turned down for Lavia and Ward Prowse the whole now for 40 million I think for Ward Prowse or 30 million and Lavia the one 50 million and teams are coming in with like 40 and 20 million for them like West Ham and Liverpool and they're going nah how can a relegated club have that much money like do you know what I mean so it just makes yeah. a mockery of the championship but as we talk about that um, playoffs now I'm looking at one team in here on mine and I kind of half want to change it but I'm not going to. I'm going to stick yeah, with there's, it there's one for me as well which I think that I would kind of half want to change it because I, in the last couple of weeks they've lost like 90% of their players <laughs> which is um, I had them like I thought oh, they can't be as bad as they were last year sort of thing you know yeah. <laughs> then they lose all their players in the last two weeks <laughs> could, it, could it be Watford by yeah, Watford. <laughs> yeah it's Watford Thing so is, though, well, Watford, Watford were like two years ago. They were in the Premier League when they. So I thought they had a poor season last season. I thought they might push on. Yeah, if I think players they they haven't. So yeah, and I was talking to this with again my brother. We'll have to get him on the pod at some point, but yeah. just because I taught him a lot as well, and it'd be fun to just take the piss out of him. To be fair, but um, we said like. We can't see any of the teams that have come down this season fucking up so badly like the teams did from last season, like West Brom, like Watford. Like I just don't see Leicester, Leeds, and um, Southampton being as bad as the teams who came down were. Yeah, obviously Burnley being the exception. Yeah. So four teams for the playoffs I have is Leeds, Southampton. The team I would probably change is Ipswich, and I've also went with Birmingham. So Southampton and Leeds, yeah, I think with Southampton and Leeds, the reason I see them as the championship playoffs is obviously they've come down, they've still retained some of the squad. Leeds, I think they could be be mid-table or they could be comfortable in the playoffs, I don't know. But Southampton, I think the only reason I even put them higher up is just because you don't know who's coming and going. Like uh, Livermento has just left today as we're recording this. Lavia might go, Ward Prowse still might go. You don't know who they're going to recruit, but Russell Martin's a decent manager. But Ipswich, I just think the way like 100 plus goals last season, they've kept the squad, they've recruited well. I just think they could be like a, like what Sunderland did last season, just like storm teams and yeah. be an unknown quality. But I think the team, not to jump ahead too far, but I think biggest overachievers, I think Dark Horse would both be Birmingham. I like what the, the way they've recruited with uh, Bielik from Derby and Sanderson signing and staying. He's a quality player. I just think the recruitment that Burnley have done, Tyler Roberts. I just think they're a team to watch this season because they could it could be too many players to try and gel into the team. But also, if they do click, they could be well within the rights to be in the playoffs. Whereas yeah. you have went with Ipswich. 
Mm. I think, um, yeah, you've gone with Leeds, Southampton, Sunderland, and Birmingham, haven't you? No, no. For, for my for, for 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 my teams in the the championship, have changed. So I've got. What have you? Leeds, what? yeah, yeah. So I've got, so, no, no, so I've got, I've got, I've got Leeds, Southampton, Ipswich, and Birmingham. They're my four teams in the playoffs. So you switched out your us Sunderland for Ipswich after you saw my predictions and thought you're just throwing. Yeah, but actually, though, the team I would change. The only difference, really, which is yeah, it it could be it could be anything, but yeah, the only team I would change out of mine now. From the playoffs would be Ipswich. I feel like Coventry or Preston. I had them yeah. on the peripheries, but I just think one of them might nick it from Ipswich. So then, teams that you bottom. Who, who's your bottom three? Rotherham, QPR, and Cardiff. And why have you went with them? Not that I disagree. I just why have you went with them? What about them three teams? QPR are in complete meltdown at the moment and they started <laughs> rocking like a stone last year and I think that's going to continue. I actually watched Cardiff towards the end of last season, <laughs> like live. Yeah, yeah. And they were shit. <laughs> so, like, I think my that sort of comes into play. I watched them on their last game of the season. They were awful against Huddersfield. Like, And then Huddersfield weren't great either, but they were a lot better than Cardiff. Mm. Cardiff just looked... A mess, and they've they bought in what Aaron Ramsey, haven't they? So like, yeah, of a retirement, like farewell. Swan season. song, but I just I just think they're awful. I, I I just think they were close to getting relegated last year. I just think it's going to happen. And then Rotherham, I just think they did really well to stay up. I think their fans would be quite happy to stay up again by the skin of their teeth, but. I just think they're going to struggle sort of their second season in there that they tend to struggle. They've been in this position before, haven't they? So, and they've sort of, mm. they're a small fish in a big pond, you could say. <laughs> yeah. But the, the two good for the championship, they are, uh, sorry, the two good for League One. Yeah. They always they seem are, to be. one of those teams, a bit like Peterborough, Rotherham, you've got teams like that. Maybe like Blackpool, mm. you could throw into that sort of equation. Those sort of teams, they're too good for League One, but they're not quite good enough for the Championship. And that's the money yeah. comes into play because you have to look at the Championship now. And there's you could, there's a handful of teams that have not been in the Premier League in the last fifteen years. In that in mm. that division, and those handful of teams that have not been well, that includes us. The handful of teams that have not been in that Premier League team, they they're not they're not equipped to compete against teams that have been in the Premier League recently. Mm. Oh. Unless well, or QPR and you're just out of an absolute meltdown. But yeah, yeah, I think it's I don't know. I, not that I feel sorry for them, but I just. Think, I don't know why, but I have a little soft spot for QPR. Like, yeah, they're, so a like, like they're a proper club. Like, they're a proper club. Like, I feel for it's just because I think it was a couple of years ago they were flirting with playoffs, weren't they? They looked really good. I think under Warburton and stuff. I think they were Bookie's favourites to be promoted about two years ago, and then um, they got they had an absolute meltdown after Christmas, weren't it? And then just slipped out of the playoffs, mm. and it's just gone downhill from there. Like, aye, 
but it's again it's it's poor decision making from ownership from seven eight nine years ago that's led them yeah exactly <laughs> Sheffield but for my bottom three I agree with two of the teams there's only one team that we disagreed with um and third bottom I had Cardiff I agree with you I just think they're um they're, they're a bit of a mess and Ramsey might be a bit of a catalyst for them through games where it's tough, but then he hasn't really done anything. He hasn't he, done anything for years. Didn't now. do anything at Nice, didn't really make an impact there. Not Should be people. okay in the championship, but again, he's not gone there for like football and he's gone there for his family. That's It's a swan song. That's all that is. I think, so I've got them third bottom. I've got Rotherham, Rotherham second bottom. And again, for the same reasons, just they're not great, but if I mean, they're heavily because they've sold a couple of their main players from last season, and they're relying on Hugill, and he hasn't been good for about six, seven years. And he might be all right for Rotherham, but like for Championship, is he really going to score you fifteen, twenty goals to keep you up? Not at all. And then bottom of the league, I have went with Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and I know there was when you first looked at this. I did, oh, I'm not trying to take the take the piss out of you as much as I would like to, but you've signed a few more players since I predicted this. But at the time, you hadn't you'd signed Ashley Fletcher, and that was it. Yeah. And your manager was already kind of hinting at having arguments with the owner. The owner's obviously who's coming out and slagging off Carlton Palmer for some reason. He's got nothing to do with the club, mm-hmm. and you have yeah you hadn't really recruited. And then I looked at the pre-season just to see how it was going on, and you drew one-one with. And in pre-season, you shouldn't get too hung up on it. And I, I get yeah, that I as a fan. Mean. Like I got upset. Like I was annoyed. Like something got beat five-two off Hartlepool, and it was mainly the. F- periphery squad and young players but playing yeah. National League Hartlepool you think you should do better not get beaten 5-2 but it wasn't so much that you've not been beaten teams but you've won one out of six yeah, and scored up until you played Luton um, you'd scored Four goals. three three goals in the first you'd scored goal. three yeah. and that's the thing I worry about Sheffield I don't know where your goals are coming from because it's not as exactly who got like a, apart from Windass, who I think is a good player and it suit the, the championship, maybe get a bit more time on the ball. I don't see Gregory really doing it. I just don't. I don't see Ashley Fletcher really doing it either. Like he's he's not he's not good at this level. He, he should be probably League One, but he just keeps getting loaned out constantly <laughs> to teams. Like he's at Wigan. I mean, Wigan signed about eight strikers last season. Um, they can score but, the goal, yeah. And they couldn't score. I just don't. I, if you're relying on him to score your goals, I think you're in big trouble. Plus the lack of recruitment. I, I, I genuinely think. I just thought looking at you and Rotherham coming up, apart from maybe Barry Bannon, who have you got? And I thought Rotherham would be better than you. And then Cardiff have got more experience, and I've got QPR just outside of that. But I don't want you to go down because I'd love you to stay up in the championship. But. I, there was nothing at the time of predicting this that really indicated as a team that was ready for the championship season. Pre-season's probably gone as bad as it could. Three losses on the spin. One against Doncaster. 
And then, uh, I don't know, I think you're in a bit of a tricky situation. And I think if your yeah. first few results don't go well, it could, that Hillsborough could change. Plus, you've got a horrendous start to the season in the fact that you're kicking it off tomorrow night against Southampton. Yes, we are. We are indeed. But what I, I, you could argue, you could also argue, though, it's a good time to play them. Yeah, it is a good time to... Like, you have to think, like, we have kept the majority of our team that got promoted last year. We've we've released quite a few players, but they were ones on the peripheries. We haven't yeah. lost a lot of players. They'll still be pumped up. Yeah, they lost the manager, but you would have thought they would still be pumped up from the end of last year anyway and want to prove themselves and do well at this level. So... You could argue that we could do quite well. I can't see the chairman like I've got us finishing what seventeenth. So it's like mm. I am I haven't got us like we'll be in seventeenth in a relegation battle. <laughs> but like yeah. like but um because I feel like there's a lot of teams in this league that are dross and we probably fall into that category. But our chairman <laughs> saying that we'll get into the playoffs where he's delusional for a start at, at that point. But um yeah, we've made some. We've made a lot of signings in the last week. Oof. Week, guy. Which is mad, considering they've none of them have played a preseason friendly <laughs> <laughs> with the rest of the team, and they're going into this game. But then, like, I think there are a lot of players that the manager knows. Zisco's like knows them mm. before he's, he's either managed them or like knows of them or managed against them so he Mm. might know what they're like and we signed a couple of I think we've shored our back line so there might be a lot of dull games if you watch Sheffield Wednesday this year very Mm. dull games but that's that's what I was going to ask you see if you're on the right lines of what I was going to think about like where do you see yourselves as well but um, for for Sunderland I don't know I've never I've never really been in this position with Sunderland before where it's like opti- optimistically pessimistic is probably the best way to put it. Like, I don't know. Just because there's so there's so many factors like playing in our season where because we, I personally think, even with a fully fit squad and we hit won the playoffs, uh, won the playoffs, got the playoffs, qualified for the playoffs, that was massively overachieving for us with a fit squad, but in the context of the fact that we changed our manager out of the blue because he wanted to go to Stoke, which was a better option for him, apparently. Um, And lost our striker, lost our backup striker, then had no fit defenders and somehow clawed our way into a lead in the two legs of the playoff. That potentially could be something that causes us to implode this season. Just because Ross Stewart's still injured and he's not signed a contract, so he's likely to leave on a free at the end of the season. But he might still feature, and if he's fully fit and he features, he's got the chance to be top goal scorer because I think he's one of the best strikers in the league, arguably the best. We've still we've retained our team. We haven't sold anyone, so Clark's still there, Roberts is still there, Ballard's still there. We've got such like arguably like one of the best front threes or fours in the league but then we've thrown in some unknown quantities we've signed Joel Bellingham who's got a lot of potential we've um who got 
Hamia Samedo, who's looked really good in preseason, and all of our all of our players that we've signed are still of the younger side, but better than that they've, they've strengthened us in the fact that literally physically strengthened us because one of our glaring weaknesses was we were a small non-physical team whereas this season we've signed bigger players and more athletic players but I think I wouldn't be surprised if so this is this is this is the thing with something I'm chat like I'm arguing with myself as I'm saying it <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised if we were in the top six throughout the, the season or underachieving like we could like I, I, I don't know I don't know where we might be that's why I've put us like ninth or 10th in my predictions yeah. just because I could I could see Tony Mowbray getting the second being replaced or I could see us getting promoted like it's just mad I don't, I don't know I really don't know I think because we overachieved so much last season that's lifted everybody's expectation yeah. but personally I'm trying to be a bit more reserved and thinking this season Tenth and a, like ninth and above is kind of like if we finish ninth, it's a disappointing season, but it shouldn't be. No. But it should be at the same time. So, as an out as an outsider, then like from looking at Sunderland, what I know you've put us as tenth, so probably not far off. But what do you think of us? Like just from I think it's a similar trying not thing. to just listen to me. <laughs> I think it's a similar sort of thing to what you were saying, like. You've kept the core of your squad, haven't you? But mm-hmm. it's whether I don't know if they do they call is there a second season syndrome in the championship now? I I don't know. But like you've you've overachieved last year massively, haven't you, by getting nearly in the mm-hmm. playoffs, like in your first season back at this level. But going up through the playoffs, sorry. Yeah. Nearly going up through the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that's massively overachieving, isn't it? And maybe you have, you have added some good players. Like you've even got Bradley Dack from Blackburn as well. He's a good player on a free. Mm. And then you think like you've had some strength, but I, I think like the thing is though, it's it's sort of that we've overachieved massively. I think it's more of like a in the championship, it's so random. I thought you'd do well, but I don't think they'll quite make it into the playoff sort of picture. That's why I got you in ten. But yeah, like, it could be that, like you said, you could absolutely storm it and finish like second or third. Like it, it could be, mm. or equally, you could get all your new players injured and everyone injured and you finish last. <laughs> yeah, it's completely random. Isn't it? it's, like, it's what we were saying. Like this league is so open. Like I've got, well, we'll come on to like overachievers and underachievers in a minute. Let's but, do that. Yeah, let's go straight into that now. So for the championship. So my overachiever obviously was Ipswich, like because of the momentum they're coming in. Like, I got them in fifth, so mm-hmm. I thought Ipswich being in fifth is, is huge for them. Like I, I just think they'll take that momentum. There's always one team that seems to do that from League One, and just yeah, that. Like, you did it last year. I feel like Ipswich are going to do it this year. Obviously, we're not going to yeah. do it. Um, <laughs> I could have put us as overachievers by finishing seventeenth, but like. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. The underachievers I've got is Coventry. So I know yeah. that Coventry they got into the playoffs, losing the playoff final. I know what that feels like in the championship. Sheffield Wednesday obviously lost the playoff final, then lost the playoff semi final, and then finished like fifteenth and got relegated. 
it's uh, absolutely wild, isn't it? Mm. Like, I'm just hoping that they recover from it. Like, I got them like quite low down, like sort of mid-table sort of way. I think it's like because they massively overachieved last year, Coventry, and like yeah, yeah, huge, hugely overachieved. And you think like maybe it's sort of a coming back down to earth for them, where they'll finish sort of mid-table. Maybe I think they've spent the money well though from Gogarez going. Um, yeah. That was like known they, thing, they but I just think he was one of the he was pretty much their best player. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, his top goals got the thing. If you've got somebody who score your goals, you've always got a chance. And I think yeah. they've signed Ellis Sims, probably overpaid for him, but yeah. I think he's he did well for us, and I think he'll probably do well for Coventry. They've kept Hamer, who I think was that's like a, a new signing, just keeping him. Yeah. So I don't know. I. <laughs> Uh, the, for the money they've spent, it hasn't like they haven't overspent because they've got the money. If you know what I mean, but I think yeah. for the money they've spent, they should be looking at promotion this season just because they've strengthened. But for for me, I would agree. I think Ipswich biggest overachiever. It's weird saying they're going to be biggest overachiever because you're expecting them to overachieve. So does that really mean yeah, maybe, they are? Maybe you could say like the. Especially in your prediction, because since since I did mine, Birmingham, I had them like upper mid table, like top half, anyway. Mm-hmm. But then they've made a massive load of signing. They they've just they've just looked really good, Birmingham. Obviously, you, so you think... didn't go Bellingham to you, but like you probably could argue that Birmingham are an overachiever. Mm, I, well, I tell you, I think we'll probably with what's going on there. No, well, I think. Uh, what the, what I was going to say is I would still put Ipswich. I was just like jokingly saying, can there be an overachiever if we both expect them to be it's there? Though, but I would think overachieving for a club coming in from League One yeah. to get into the playoffs, yeah. absolutely. So I'd agree with you there. And I would probably say Dark Horse, we agree, it's probably going to be Birmingham. Yes. And then underachiever, you've went with Coventry. And for me... I'm I'm trying to think how do I push it because I think my underachiever might be Leicester if they don't go up but I just think looking at the teams I think the biggest underachiever will probably be Norwich just because I think the manager is isn't great he's not inspiring Wagner they were poor that, I mean, they were in the playoffs or just outside the playoffs with Dean Smith and they sacked him and then Wagner just, like, kept them going down. They've signed players who were, like, would have been good in 2019. And, and I don't know, like, Ashley Barnes and stuff like that. Like, I, they, they look like a team who's about to go on that downward spiral, like yeah. we are talking about, where they've lost their identity a bit and they haven't bounced back straight away from relegation. And the kind of just recruiting these older players, and there's no kind of identity there. And yeah. I think they're going to be the biggest underachievers this season. I see them really being lower down in the table, like maybe mid to mid to the bottom half of the table. I think you could make an argument for Southampton as well, if they lose a lot of players in the next week. Mm. And if they lose to us tomorrow, then that is going to be alarm bells ringing. I think. Like, Where's it at? Is it? At- is it is it uh, Hillsborough? Yeah. You just don't know on a Friday night at Hillsborough. You just don't know. I'm pretty sure it is. Let me double check. 
And then top yeah. top scorer in the league, who do you think? Top goal scorer in the championship. Hmm. I can't. Well, I'm saying I'm cheating, but I'm like I would have. Is that yeah, you thinking, but yeah. The, re- the reason I'm going with this guy is just because of he was so good last season as Joel Perot. Yeah, what, Swansea? Yeah, Swansea, just because the people who were above him are probably not going to be in the league when he starts. So, like, Akpom's potentially going to leave. Yeah, he might not. He's probably up there, but then uh, Giocarez is gone. And uh, Teller's, oh, well, Teller potentially, he's still at Southampton. So he might be in the mix, yeah, but I just think he's an out and out striker per row. So I just fancy him. Jay Adams potentially at Southampton. Even like that might be a shout. If Kalechi and Iniacho gets game time for Leicester, you could attempt. He's not played at this level, but he's, he is good. He was good in the Premier League, but he's more mm-hmm. of a creator, isn't he? It seems to be. But, That's um, not really bad. Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? It's like it depends on a huge number of things. In where play, really, but, the reason yeah. the reason I picked like a Iniacho or a Dagger of Body is just because I see, I don't know, it's like they've got goals elsewhere, so I don't think they're as reliant on a team like Swansea or. Like yeah, like a Sunderland who like for an outstrike it like well maybe we're not a good example because we've got Robertson Clark and stuff but like teams who play like an out and out striker like Ellis Sims Ellis Sims might potentially um, have a run at top goal scorer but for me I just think the way he played last season the season before I just expect him to be the top goal scorer this season. It's a fair shout, isn't it? Like it could be. It could be any of them, really. I think. Um, well, they're the people I'll go for a mix, but I'm committing to to Joel. Who are you committing to? What with Chi Adams? It was. Akpom. If he doesn't leave, and then if he does leave in the next week, then Chi Adams, I reckon. I've said Chi Adams <laughs> before, and he let me down. So um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm backing him. <laughs> I'm backing him to You've let got me back down. <laughs> He's a backer. He's a backer. But um, so just to recap, then. For championship, we have I have Leicester winning league. You had Leeds. you sticking with Leeds. Yeah. Um, I went for Borough in the automatics, which you've got. Yeah. And then playoffs, I have Leeds, Southampton, Ipswich, and Birmingham. So I'm probably going to move Watford down, <laughs> considering what's happened in the last week. So I'm yeah. going to go for Leicester. Ipswich, Southampton, and I'm seeing who I'm going to move up. West Brom, sneaking. Oh, yeah. Uh, Carbaran, he's he's a fool. And then bottom three Cardiff. with a heavy heart, I must say. Yeah. Yeah, we've got Cardiff, Rotherham, and then I'm going for you guys, and you're going for QBR, which I probably agree with as well. Yeah, if there was four relegation places, <laughs> you would have included. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just just relegate them, just relegate them, <laughs> relegate them anyway. But, but there we go, mate. So yeah, so Man City winning the league, Leicester winning the league, and Wolverhampton, Sheffield, Luton going down, and Cardiff, Rotherham, and Chef or QBR. Easy. Yeah, 
Easy. And then we say easy, and then we come back in at Christmas, and we're both crying because we're fucking <laughs> fucking down. QPR are winning the league by an absolute mile. Man City are bottom. Luton are in the Champions League places, and we're like, <laughs> and Watford are fourth. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate. Well, normally at this point we would say goodbye, but it's actually just stay tuned. Yeah, but this is the end of part this is one. the end of episode this is the 10 end. part one <laughs> so play the outro ready for the next episode yeah <laughs> see you in a sec guys see ya